You are listening to the Two Sorry Excuses podcast. And for that, I apologize. Why do you ask? He says, because I'm freezing. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Hello, and thanks for downloading the Two Sorry Excuses podcast, recording live via via the internet. I'm your old pal Sanders. I'm your good buddy Liv. And if you are keeping score at home, this is episode 112, the Hall of Fame edition. (laughs) Special edition here, Liv. We have a special guest with us tonight. Special guests don't usually do too well. Uh, in our format. Yeah. Heaven forbid the Mulrennan experiment. <laughs> <laughs> but for this occasion, we have a special guest. A three-time Hall of Fame member at the Ridgeway Elementary School in Manchester, New Jersey. My good pal, Cole. What's happening, Cole? Say hello to the Two Sorry Excuses Army. Hi guys, I'm better than all the other guest stars because I'm not from Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Point taken. Point uh, taken. Is, I guess that's true. And here's the beauty of that is you won't offend anybody because nobody from Boston listens to this. Yeah. So that works. Both um, both of our past uh, guests have been Sandwich, Massachusetts natives, oddly enough. Yes. So, Cole, do you know why we asked you to come on the podcast uh, this evening? Because it's for Hall of Fame. Yes. What? Tell me uh, or tell everybody what what is the Hall of Fame? Tell Fredo and Pat. A Hall of Fame <laughs> is like a note you get home that says your name ha- was awarded Hall of Fame for, and then it says whatever you were doing good, and you get Hall of Fame every Friday. Okay. Oh, so nice. it's like uh, it's like Student of the Week kind of thing, right? Yeah, and we have student of the month. Okay, so student of the weeks, and then all the student of the weeks, and then there's a student every month, and they all go in the Hall of Fame, and they get a, uh, they get like a plaque, but it's like made out of paper, right? Yeah. So. Um, like a poster. Yeah, so your dad was uh, super proud of your Hall of Fame, although this is your third Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. This year or in your lifetime? Lifetime. That's impressive. That's more Hall of Fames than Jerry Rice. Does only one kid get the Hall of Fame per week? Yeah. Okay. Damn. So you've been in the best kid poster. three times in your career? Yeah. We have all a right. poster awesome. in our classroom that you write down all the stuff it asks you if you get Hall of Fame. So that's why we only got one half. Are you in the fourth grade now, Cole? I'm in third grade, and I was the second one in my whole class in the Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. So on the Hall of Fame plaque, it says what? Your dad put a picture up because he was really proud. And it says, it's you, it's holding the plaque. And if you look, if you blow the picture up a little bit, it says all the things. So it says your name and like, I don't know. Your favorite color. So what are the things that were on the Hall of Fame? 
on the Hall of Fame plaque? My my birthday month day. I am blank years old. My favorite ice cream is my favorite book is I have bro- blank brothers, blank sisters, blank pets. Top favorite, top ten favorites. Sport, hobby, toy, holiday, TV show, movie, food, pet, school subject, and pizza topping, and my proudest accomplishment. And I'm happiest when. All right, so let's let's can uh, can you tell us a couple of those? So like, what's your favorite ice cream? Cookies and cream. All right, is that the truth, or you just made something up like that? I like it. That's your favorite. Okay. Like, uh, yeah. Um, if uh, what is what else? What's another one? What's your favorite pet? My favorite sport is soccer. My favorite hobby is playing kickball. My okay. favorite toy is Infinite Disney Infinity. My favorite holiday is Christmas. Can I interrupt real TV quickly, Cole? Yeah. Just ask you a real quick question: Are you a hipster? <laughs> I'm guessing no. I'm guessing no. I, don't listen. Sorry, I'm don't listen off to him. When he told me his favorite sport was kickball. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cole, this is what the podcast is like. Live. Um, My favorite mix. sport was soccer. Uh, well, your fr- what your favorite hobby? What was kickball? Hobby. Oh, okay, man. Okay. Well, right. see, you're not a hipster because you were a hipster. You would call it a sport. <laughs> and all those are great things. Those are those are pretty awesome things. Um, what's your favorite book? Book with no pictures. <laughs> okay, here's where the two sorry excuses have a little bit of a problem with your Hall of Fame, yep. uh, your recognition uh, for your favorite book. Do you remember last year when you were in second grade? Yeah. And you had Mrs. Pola Castro. Yeah. About three and a half months and, ago. <laughs> <laughs> and you had a big project in that <laughs> second grade. You remember what yeah. that big project was? Flat Stanley. Yes, Flat Stanley. And do you remember who came in during the last week of school? You, but you were the last one, and you were like two months late. Yeah. (laughs) Seems about right. (laughs) Yes. I was there, though, wasn't I? Yeah, but two months late, and like... One month after everyone came, you were the only one who didn't came. <laughs> yeah, but I was like the guest of honor who came like at the end. Any great superstar always comes in at the end, you know. Like they always give the the picture the the award for like best picture of, at the Oscars at the very very end, and they always give like the best pitcher gets to pitch the last inning. So. Maybe that just meant like I was the best. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. And when I came in, what did I come in with? Flat Stanley and a book. And a, a book. 
<laughs> what was that book? What did that book contain? What did it consist of? Black Stanley's Adventures. Yes. <laughs> but it should be my favorite book because when I found out when you read the book, I found out you broke Flat Stanley like three times. <laughs> <laughs> you broke him? Yeah, I ripped him. <laughs> I, there were there were several yeah. Flat Stanleys um, that co- that comprised the actual book. But regardless, Flat regardless Stanley's of looking that fact, at me as we speak. He's still in my window. Yes. So, in that Flat Stanley, in Flat Stanley's adventure, where were some of the places that he went? Boston. Yep, he went to Boston. That was cool. Where else? New Orleans. He went to New Orleans. Guessing things in ding, New ding. Orleans. Live. Live. <laughs> and how do you think Flat Stanley got all those pictures in New Orleans? Live. <laughs> he did. He did. Liv, how long did you take out of your life to film all of those scenes with Flat Stanley? Weeks. Weeks. <laughs> Weeks. And we couldn't even get an honorable mention in your Hall of Fame induction speech? Yes. In your Hall of Fame induction plaque? Basically, he made a point to not mention the Flat Stanley book by saying it was the book that had no pictures in it. <laughs> As a matter of fact, you like a book that is 100% the opposite of Flat Stanley. Is that the truth? If I knew you were going to be so sensitive, I would have picked you. <laughs> See, all right. he's, already got, he's already got the podcasting thing down. All right, cool. Thank you very much, buddy. Thank you very much. Hey, congratulations on uh, congratulations on the Hall of Fame. Um, One last question, Cole. What's it going to take to get you uh, to have orange on that Hall of Fame sign next time? To have what on the Hall of Fame? Orange is your favorite color. Yeah, your favorite color you said was green. We need need your favorite color to be orange. Yep. I still like Syracuse. All right, well, that's good enough. Hey, Liv, when am I coming out to New Orleans? I guess you'll be coming whenever Sanders gets here, but that seems that seems like it's uh come on down, man. Is that Uncle Matt? Oh yes, I am right. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, Sanders, yeah. Buddy. Traveling um, Uncle Matt is Sanders, yes. I got plenty of room for all the DeSantis boys down here. It's a deal. <laughs> it's a deal. All right. And you can actually hit the spots that Flat Stanley hit. Okay. All right, deal. Uh, all right, on that note, with apologies to Mrs. Polo Castro, we'll see you next week, Cole. Bye, guys. All right, later, Cole. <laughs> all right. Goodbye, buddy. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, 2016 September... Hall of Fame inductee for the third grade of the lake. Uh, where's he go? Manchester. No, Ridgeway Middle School in Manchester, New Jersey. How do you like that? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a little. 
I like that. He's sharp. He's a little pisser. If I knew you were going to be so mm-hmm. sensitive. <laughs> Does he know about traveling Uncle Matt? Have you explained that to him? You remember from Fraggle Rock? Uh, no. Frank, Fraggle Rock's another one of those shows that I just missed. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You pro- I guess you were just a little too old yeah. for it, maybe. But that was on Fraggle Rock. That's they're always getting postcards from traveling Uncle Matt. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like and he that. would talk about his adventures and traveling Uncle Matt like wore pith helmet and stuff and khakis and had like mustache. You know, he was he, he was like a person puppet or something. You know. Okay. All right. Not a Fraggle. Not a Fraggle. I'm pretty sure he wasn't a Fraggle. Yeah. Okay. Oh right, well, I, maybe I do. Maybe maybe I kind of remember that. Yeah. Uh, here's Jacoby Brissett ready to go into action for the first time ever. You know, Reg Peters is gone crazy right now. Oh, the streamers are up. Yep. They've got the hot dip, the cold dip. The hot dip, the cold dip. Yeah. <laughs> I know, there's always dips there, you know? It's always like. <laughs> yeah, I know. That is a staple of a Peters gathering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nighttime. Crock pots full of various Yes, dips. right. So the, it's nighttime, so there's no sausage casserole yep. or, or anything of that nature. Um, possibly a crock full of chili. Yeah, even at 8.30 on a Thursday. Yep. I'd say especially at 8.30 on a Thursday, right? Yeah, especially. So, um, yeah, I'd like to kind of see the, the, this kid play. I don't, I don't know why. I've gotten to the point where I'm just, uh, at best, I'm a passing... I'm, I'm passing for a, a casual fan of, like, most mainstream sports these days. Yeah. Like, uh, my dad texted me the other night, uh, last night, and said, Hey, Sanchez hit another home run. And I've watched so little baseball, I I had to Google who Sanchez was. I assumed he played for the Yankees because my dad still uh, is a huge Yankee fan. And sure enough, man, the guy's played like fifty-four games. He's hit eighteen home runs. Oh, Gary Sanchez, yeah, yeah, he's gonna, he's, you know, yeah, no, he's tearing it up. He's like, uh, he's gonna be picked high in everybody's fantasy league next year. Yeah, so I had no idea who he was. I haven't watched any. Uh, yeah, I don't watch baseball's boring to any watch. Baseball. Um, I, I, don't I don't watch that many sports in general, and I'm not gonna waste my time watching baseball. It's terrible for television. I um I don't have a fantasy team. I haven't been in a competitive fantasy league, a pay fantasy league, um, in a couple years. This might be the last year I do it because I had Adrian Peterson on my team. He was already sucking. It's just I don't care enough about sports to keep up to draft a good fantasy team. Yeah, yeah. See, I always so my enjoyed- season was officially over last week when he got hurt. I've only played in a handful of leagues. Um, but when Angie and I first moved in, she was in like a school league. And okay. she is, you know, like she's athletic and, and she roots and will watch sports and, you know, loved Syracuse. And when we went to the Final yeah. Four, was all into it. But like she's, I don't want to say she's a typical girl because that's, you know, at this in this day and age. Misogynistic, sexist. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Stuff, yes. And like, what is a typical, like there isn't one anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've evolved to the point where there's it's not Brittany Griner. Right. <laughs> 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 um, but she would pick her team based on primarily superficial reasons. Um, 
she loved that Adrian Peterson was called All Day. She loved yeah. that Calvin Johnson was Megatron. So, like, she formed these these um, affinities for these players, and she'd pick them every year. And, like, she really had a good time playing. So it was fun to watch. So I had a chance to get into her brother's league, which is one of those leagues, like, where you can't ever break the, you know, you can't ever break into the 12. And uh, so she got in, and... The following year, I got in, and that was the that was only like the second league I'd ever played in, and yeah. um, had a good time. I, I think like maybe I had the most points during the regular season, but my team sucked or something like that. So yeah, um, the year after that, I was escorted out of the league. <laughs> <laughs> I was not invited back, uh, so I just went on Yahoo and played like an, a free. Um, you know, public group league. It was a, it was twelve teams, and you just got all these random people. And I ended up winning that league. So I played in in. Uh, Did total... you pay for it? Did you like? Make no, money? yeah, there was no money. It was just free. It was just something yeah. to keep me, you know, interested. So yeah, I got you. Going back to Curacao, I've played in four leagues. Three of them pay. One of them was a free. I've won two of them. So my my percentage of uh, championships is pretty high. I'm 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 up there with like Dick Vermeil. <laughs> the league yeah. I'm in that I, I've been playing in this league since 2000. Now I won the very first year, and that's the last time. And back then we didn't have as much money on the line. You know, I won a couple hundred dollars. Now you'd win a a lot bigger payout. You know, because we pay a lot more into it. But I've been kind of burnt out on it for a couple of years because it's like I don't know. We we do everything online, which is fine with me because I I really couldn't stand gone to the draft oh i would that would be a reason to not do a league well i got for one the league kept changing and there was guys at the originally it started and i knew everybody except for like maybe one or two guys but then i became to know them by playing in the league with them you know Yeah, yeah 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 and now it's changed so much and it's like like there was one guy this real meathead who i can't stand and he always wanted to have the party and i'm like I'd rather do it online. For one, the draft goes a lot quicker. I don't yeah. want to spend all no. day in a fancy draft with a bunch of people I can't stand. Exactly. You know? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like now I'm even I tried to get out a year or two ago and my guy's like, dude, we count on you. You've been in this league forever. And I was like, All right, I'll friggin' play. And then this year I just wasn't you know, I definitely wasn't into it because I don't the older I get, the less I pay attention to the NFL in general, you know? Yes. I'm with you. Yeah. Like I only really care about my teams, you know? And the fact that NFL inundates you, my dad calls it the, uh, what's he call it? It's like, it's not like cocoon. No, not the cult (laughs) of the cult. Like the, it's basically like NFL as a religion. Yeah, 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 you know, he's like, I have enough. Like, whatever, you don't need seven days of football. Monday morning well, quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Like up until like nineteen seventy one or seventy two, whenever it was that they came up with Monday night football, it was like, okay, you play on su- Sundays. Then for thirty years, it was you play on Sundays, and occasionally they had Thursday games. You know, then now it's a thing where they play on Thursday every week. Yeah, you know, and it's just like it's just like the college thing back in the day. You know, like when I was a kid, we used to go to Tulane games. Tulane was not big time. 
I mean, they were Division One A and they played, you know, mostly SEC schools and stuff. But it's not like they were they weren't like a superpower. But they only played on Saturdays. You know, now if you're at that level, you got to play on Wednesdays and Fridays. Syracuse plays Friday games all the fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like there's can anything can we just like you know. Can we just have Saturday be football day, Saturday and Sunday and Monday be the football days? Why does it have to fucking and, – and then college football used to be like – you know, first it used to be occasionally – I remember when I was younger, like probably like in grade school and in the high school, the Thursday night games that they were showing ESPN, they used to show once a week, and it was usually Division One AA games. Then when I got to college, they started showing – it started being Division One A games, you know, like even when we were at Syracuse, I know they played Thursday games a couple times, but it was one game. Now there's like, you know, look at the schedule. There's probably at least three games going on tonight and for Thursday night football. You know, it's just football in general inundates us now. Yeah, so it's it's like the white noise effect, you know. I just yeah. kinda tune out. I kinda tune yeah. out. Uh so let's see. The um uh, Houston's playing New England. Yep. Uh, Clemson is playing Georgia Tech. Wait, Clemson and Georgia Tech are playing tonight? Yep. See, uh, I can't even, Clemson is a top five team, and they're playing just a random Thursday night game. Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's see if anybody else is here. Uh, no, but tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, but you're looking at just like top events on ESPN, right? Oh, let's go see. to go to all. You gotta go to all FBS one A games. I'm sure there's more than that. FBS one A. No, that's it. Oh, really? That's a surprise because usually, like CBS Sports, will be showing a game. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. But look, there's three games tomorrow night. Yeah, Wyoming uh, yeah. at Eastern Michigan, TCU at SMU, and USC at Utah. I mean, Thursday was one thing because that was understandable. Friday was sacred territory because that was for high schools now even that you know i mean usc utah tcu smu those aren't scrub games no you know yeah it's kind of a joke so i've just kind of tuned out a little bit i try to catch i couldn't tell you who the top five teams are besides clemson because i just saw that they were number five well louisville uh, has to be in the top five now they did i did see them beat florida state who was number two 63 to 20 last week yeah so they're gonna that's my team now that's the team that if anybody says anything about national championship if anybody says anything about heisman trophy because i saw i saw the game they they played up in the dome right yeah. so i saw them firsthand so to, to me they're the best team in the country <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> My guy for the Heisman Trophy is Christian McCaffrey from Stanford. He should have won it last year. Oh yeah, Ed McCaffrey. And he's yeah. still tearing it up this year. Like he had a really he had a ridiculous game last week. He should have won it last year. Friggin' Nick Saban won the Heisman last year. I say that because you're never gonna hear from Derrick Henry again. <laughs> you know? I mean he's just a typical plug him in Nick Saban running back, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's people and the NFL teams even quit picking Alabama running backs in the first round now since they realize that's pointless. Yeah. Although uh Mark Ingram Yeah, has, and he has sucks. Finally resurrected to some extent. He should have been out of the league three years ago. Mark Ingram sucks. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> the fact that he's even in the league anymore yeah. tells yeah. you what you need to know about. Well, you uh, know what? I, he didn't really have many options, so it didn't cost him too much money to re- to extend his contract. You know, that's the only benefit. But he's terrible. I mean, he he that guy's been a flop from day one. You know, so Eddie I, Lacy is the best of him, and Eddie Lacy was terrible last year, and he hasn't. Giving me, I drafted him on my fantasy team too, even though I talk shit about him all the time because I say he's a typical Alabama running back. I was like, I'll give him a chance since allegedly he was getting in shape this summer and losing all that weight. But in two games, he's done nothing. You know, I don't know how many, I don't know when, if not in the first two games, when's he going to start all of a sudden being the great running back again? Right. You know, it's just. I don't know, dude. Yeah, that's so far off my radar. I watched the Colts game on Sunday, um, and I follow the Colts. You know, that's, yeah. I mean, that's all I am with know. the Saints. Yeah, that's really uh, that's really all I got time for. It's really all I got interest for the. Um, I do my little uh, my uh, English Premier League uh, fantasy. Oh, yeah, and those games were on over the weekend. I know they were showing them on TV. 7 o'clock on a Saturday morning. It's perfect. All right, Louisville's 3. Okay. The game comes on at 7.30. I watch the game, and it's over by 9.30. I have my whole day ahead of me. (laughs) Nice. Well, that's the good thing about most of the Saints games, except for when they play out west. Most of them are played at noon. So it's like if they lose, it's like, well, at least it's not the whole day ruined. You know, when the right. game starts at three here and doesn't end until after six, and it's like, all right, well, I don't have anything to do now because now it's Sunday night. <laughs> at least when it gets over that time, it's like, all right, I can get out of the house and go do something. Yeah, see, it's great with uh, watching the Premier League. They uh, they say when your team loses, you take a sad nap. <laughs> and then you're up and then you start your day. So, um yeah, I couldn't I think tell you. Floyd so. was bitching about the EPS, <laughs> EPL schedules. Might have been on Twitter or something because, you know, they they schedule stuff like to line up for the Chinese market and stuff so that like you know, in America you're not getting you're having to watch at weird times for a lot of this shit because they're more concerned with the Chinese watching the games. Well, it's a what, bigger market, I guess. I what they know. do, and that's, I mean, I don't know. He, he's, I don't know. He, he holds. He's himself. a big Man U fan, Floyd. He, well, okay. So besides that, why? What are you a fan of? Uh, Everton, which is oh, uh, Everton, yeah. You know, kind of a middle of the road team. Although this year they're having a yeah. great. Uh, Everybody's a fan of Man U. Yeah, I mean, they are like the Dallas Cowboys of. Yes, yes, they're the Yankees, Yankees. They're the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. The, the Premier League, as it exists today, um, I think was like 1992, maybe. Something along those lines. 1998. Sometime in the 90s, they came up with, with this new system. Um, and of the teams that have won the 20 possible championships, Man U's won 13 of them. Yeah. It's in, okay. like it's crazy. Last few years they haven't. They haven't. What's had. crazy about the soccer schedule? And like I've told you, like it seems like it was three weeks ago, Leicester City or whatever won the title, and it's like two weeks later, 
It's starting up again. <laughs> yeah, it's a long season. It's 38 weeks. <laughs> and then and it's they... not really a playoff. Like, it's all just a point system, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. Last day of the season, they, they crown a champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you, you might, you know, the second place team, you're not playing them for the title necessarily. Correct. But yeah. what they do do, you're still playing for something. They have uh, the top four, I think, are automatically um, automatic, automatically put into the Champions League, which yeah. is the league of all of the European first. Yeah, all the champions. club teams, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're playing for that. Uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of cool the way the way they do it, and you can win you know a variety of trophies and and whatnot. Um, but he. He's like your typical American soccer fan. All he does is bitch and moan about his team. Yeah. I know Floyd's always been a soccer fan because that was his sport, you know? I mean, I, I doubt he was really that good at it, but it was his sport, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know, like, he used to talk about, I think he played in high school and all that, you know, and back in uh, Wilbraham. Yeah, so I know yeah, soccer's right, his big right. thing. So he's not one of these because there's a lot of man you people that are man you fans. I'm not a fan of any of it. You know, yeah. I mean, occasionally I'll watch because it's something on in the morning. But like people that are consider themselves fans who are fans of man you the same way. You know, I guess the same way the Reardon brothers are Cowboys fans. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. You go adopt the most popular, successful team. <laughs> Which nobody outside of this podcast gives them shit for. I know. I love that it's just accepted that they're hardcore Patriots fans now. Yes. <laughs> when we were freshmen. Well into were... their 20s, they were Cowboys <laughs> fans. There were two There were two pennants in the Reardon Peters dorm. Yeah. One was a Patriots. The other one was a Cowboys. The Patriots belonged to Mike Peters. Yep, of course. The Cowboys belonged to Mike Reardon. There was no in between. As a matter of fact, there's a famous there's a famous uh, catchphrase amongst the eleven oh six elder lore. And um, freshman year, there was this dude who lived on their uh, their floor, Tim the Texan. Okay. And he would like everything you could stereotype about a Texan. Yeah. You know, he was tall and skinny and had the drawl and the whole thing, right? Yep. So when the Cowboys, uh, who did they beat? It was 90. Must the year they beat the Steelers? Yeah, well, so it would have been the championship game. They must have beat the 49ers. Okay, yeah. They, I think they beat the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl at least once to one. Uh, my college career, maybe your early college career. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're sitting in, in Reardon's room, we're watching the game, and his door flies open, and uh, it's Tim the Texan, and he goes, We're going to Pasadena, Reardon! We're going to Pasadena! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it hurts my voice. Uh, that's one of those years they played the Bills. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's, you know... Every once in a while, if we're just kind of sitting around or, you know, maybe at a hog late night or something, somebody will break out or we're going to Pasadena. We're going to Pasadena. And that's like that was his spirit. Tim and uh, Tim the Texan was his spirit animal. 
Yeah, you know, yeah. Like they were both Cowboys fans. They loved it. And then all of a sudden, they're not Cowboys fans anymore. They're just Pats fans. This is why the rear. This is why Mike Reardon won't listen to this podcast anymore. Stuff like this. I got <laughs> shit because I rooted for the Yankees and I lived in New Jersey. <laughs> you're in, you're from Jersey. And you root for the Yankees. What's wrong with you? Right. Should and you I never be rooting for the Newark Bears, the Hackensack Bulls. It's 22 years later, however many years I've been friends with them. I've been friends with them since I was 18, right? Yeah. So, so what's that? 18 minus 42, uh, 24 years. Yes. 20, I've been friends with them for 24 years. It, right now, today, uh, September 22nd at 8.53 was the first time I realized that I could have come back with, you don't live in Dallas. Yeah. But it never dawned on me, you know? Yeah. I mean, I remember, and I mean, that was, they were significantly older when I learned that they were actually Cowboys fans. Like, they were still Cowboys fans. You know, it, it, they haven't been solidified as Patriots fans until the Patriot dynasty was solidified. Down in Curacao um, was kind of where where uh, Reardon um, solidified himself as a, as, a, as a Pats fan again because he was down there with um, he was down there with Kurt who was a Pats fan? You stand yeah. there with Dan, who was a was a Pats fan again? Or you mean? Yeah, again, I guess. At first, no, I'm, I'm sure as a kid, you know, as a kid, he was probably a Cowboys fan because that's probably how he became a Cowboys fan. Because that's a, that's a kid thing to do, you know. Yeah, but his dad's a Pats fan, you know, like you. Yeah, and he probably, but yeah, yeah, I guess, but it seems like. You would always be a Pats fan, you know? Like, I used to like other teams when I was a kid, but I was always a Saints fan. And I used to like the Steelers and the Dolphins. I had, you know, jackets and clothes of theirs. But but if the Saints were playing the Steelers and Dolphins, I was always rooting for the Saints. So that's the other thing that they gave me shit about, right? So I would take, I think, and we've talked about this before, that I would take a passive rooting interest, uh, slightly more than passive rooting interest, in the Phillies or the Eagles uh, because my brother Jeremy uh, was an Eagles fan. So we'd watch Eagles games on Sunday because you could get, in the, where I lived in that market, it, you get both Philly and New York. So you, yeah. you see so many football games, right? And uh, so I would just take a, an interest in them. I'd watch the Philly news, um, you know, so you keep up up with these with these teams that aren't necessarily your favorite. And obviously, if they ever played the Colts, I would be, you know, I'd be rooting for the Colts. But um, I'd be like, hey, how the you know how the Eagles do? Or if the Eagles were playing the Giants, yeah. or the Eagles were playing the Cowboys, I'd root for the Eagles to win. And they would give me such shit for that. <laughs> Because you can only root for one team. Apparently, you you can root for more than one team. Yeah, I mean, by the time I was older, I was only rooting for the Saints. But like when I was a kid, like you know, up until like thirteen or whatever. But you're a kid; you're just watching all kinds of sports then. Yeah, yeah. Plus, it wasn't it wasn't a direct threat. They weren't in our conference. Right. I had never been a fan of the Niners. They were the evil empire, as far as I was concerned. Because that's when I used to play in a division with them. So it was always, uh, you know. I was getting my, uh, I was getting, oh. <laughs> so my lease is up on my car, right? Okay. And I have way too many miles and, and like. 
And they start charging you. Yeah, so I just decided to buy it. It was way easier. Okay. That that was going to be my kind of strategy to begin with, but... Well, especially when you got to do your own taxes and all anyway, so yeah. Like, because you're you're basically self-employed, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you might as well. Right, so I'm in the dealership. It's up in like 10 days or something like that, and of course I waited till the last minute to, to deal with any of this shit. So I go to the... I call the the Hyundai Finance and um, <laughs> say, "Hey, listen, what do I do here?" And they're like, "Just go to any Hyundai. Um, you don't have to go to the one that you bought it from. Just walk in, and um, the finance department will process you, and they'll get you. You know, they'll finance the the payoff." I said, "No problem." So I go in like five o'clock on uh, what was yesterday? Yesterday was the twentieth, twenty first. So when I go in on Wednesday, I go in on Tuesday evening, Tuesday evening, and uh, nobody's there. Of course, you know. Yeah. The girl, the girl who processes that isn't here. I'm like, well, first of all, you have a girl. You know, how about the person or you know the employee? No, the girl. You know, the and girl then she in comes the in and she's like a ten year old. <laughs> oh, the girl. Well, then that makes it even more pathetic that yeah. nobody else can do this fucking job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the girl, the girl who does that, okay, so there's only one of them, will be in tomorrow. No, no, they didn't even tell me that. They said, uh, I said, well, when can I come back? They're like, when do you want to? When do you want to do this? And I'm like, I want to do it tonight. That's why I'm here. And they're like, oh, well, you basically can come back any time. And I said, except for now because she's not here. And I'm said, here. And and I'm like, and this is any time, exactly. And the guy's just not catching on, and I'm pissed, you know. Yeah. And uh, I said, just what's the time frame before four? And he's like, yeah, yeah, before four, that's good. And I was like, all right, great. So I come back the next day, and I process the paperwork and stuff. Uh, and it took two hours. It was the most nerve wracking process. So uh, the girl was there, <laughs> apparently. Apparently. Uh, oh, actually, before I left on Tuesday night, they're like, Dan will help you out. Dan's going to do all the preliminary work, and uh, this way you'll get out of here fast on uh, on Wednesday. So Dan sits me down. He enters me in the computer because I didn't buy my car from that Hyundai. And, um, you know, he's telling me how much time this is going to save me and what a, what a huge favor he's doing me in the whole yeah. day, right? And he's just making used Carmen used car salesman small talk you know and i don't want to have any of this and i'm just trying to be congenial but not friendly i'm i have no interest in being friendly you know i got shit going on that he doesn't even know about (laughs) (laughs) i want to process this car and i want to get out of here so he does everything he needs to do he's like just come back tomorrow we'll get you in and out it's no problem i come back the next day and it took two full hours to get this paperwork done, man. It was insane. Damn. So why that's relevant is because while I sat in the car dealership uh, lounge, I watched the NFL Network's 10 Greatest Free Agent Signings. Okay. And, you know, it's you know that NFL Network, when they have no program, they just do these silly Yeah, lists, yeah, I've seen it. You know? So I'm sure... What's his name? Reggie White and Drew Brees have to be near the top of the list. Yeah, so that's uh, right, right, exactly. Reggie Wayne was number two, uh, and uh, Drew Brees was number one. 
Oh, Drew Brees was number one? Yeah. Okay. And I'm a surprised. Lot of I figured they would have Reggie White as number one. Yeah. That's what a lot of people thought as well. And to give them credit, the production team, um, they left all that stuff in, you know? Yeah. They're like, well, who's going to be number Reggie Wayne's Reggie White's number two? Who's number one? Who can be number one? And then they come back after they did the Drew Brees thing, and, you know, Carl Banks is like, yeah, I don't think so. You I mean, know, it makes sense because he's a quarterback that's more important, you know? That's that's what I would say. And Green Bay, Reggie White, yes, was great, but they did have Brett Favre. Exactly. And Reggie Wayne's run. White. In, uh, Reggie, <laughs> Reggie White. Your Freudian slip talking about Reggie Wayne constantly. He's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite cults of all time. Yeah. Um, Reggie he's White. He's a Jefferson Parish guy. Is he really? Yeah, he's from the West Bank. I think he went to John Errett. I gotta look that up. Yeah, he went to Miami, but he's from here. He, the West Bank of New Orleans. Uh, wow, Jefferson that, Parish. That vaults him into my number one. Yeah, citizen. I mean, he was West a big Bank. time recruit coming out of high school. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Baby Boy De Prince. That used to be my favorite uh, celebrity. Baby Boy De Prince from nice. the West Bank, but uh, now Reggie Wayne is. <laughs> so Reggie lots of White, people from West Bank. Cordell's from over there, you know. The West uh, Bank. Cordell Stewart or Cordell Patterson? Stewart. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No. Still, Baby Boy to Prince beats him. Yeah. 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 Um. So Reggie White's tenure at Green Bay was was not nearly as accomplished as as Drew Brees' tenure. I uh, think with Reggie White. His greatness as a free agent's more of its impact on Green Bay in terms of he was the first big free agent to freely go to Green Bay because no one wanted to go to Green Bay before right. him. Right. That's what it's, I don't think it was his impact on like turning the fortunes of the team around, although they went, did win the Super Bowl and he was there, but they might win the Super Bowl anyway. Brett Favre was at the peak of his career in Green Bay, you know? Yeah, no, I buy that. But I, I mean, I think it. that's it was bigger. His impact was bigger on what it did to the Green Bay franchise because it used to be a place. Green Bay sucked for a, a few decades, you know. Yes. Yeah, totally. For totally. a couple of decades, they sucked. From the seventies through the eighties, they weren't that good. You know? And they they won the sweepstakes. I remember that. I remember yeah. you know watching teams court him, yeah. and I was like, wait a minute, why why isn't Philly resigning him? Yeah, and Green Bay was very unpopular with black players because it's not a, you know, it's a very white town. It was one of those places they always talked about. Black guys didn't want to go to Green Bay. Yeah. You know, so that's, so it was like, well, finally, all right, the biggest free agent league signed with the Packers. And it was like, all right, this is a place that black players were more inclined to go. And, you know, a lot of the good players in the NFL black. So it made a big deal. Yeah. You know? And make Green Bay viable. Because now it's no big deal when a big guy signs with the Packers anymore, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's been from that point on. Yep. But I don't know I'm if they s- covered all that on the uh, top free agent uh, show. Uh, uh, it, enough in, you know, in a in a half hour long show to, yeah. to kind of make the point. Um but I buy the Drew Brees as as number. Well, one. I mean, they signed Drew Brees for. Damn, that guy just. Are you watching the game? You got that on? Nah, I'm not watching. Your boy Jacoby just. Uh, you know, he just ran the ball in from about thirty yards out on a little like bootleg play or whatever. Where, where's he from? 
I don't even know, but I'm, I, his name sounds quasi familiar, but I'm not sure what college he's from. But you're probably Googling that as we speak, huh? I am Googling it. What's his name? Jacoby Brisbane? North Carolina State. All right, yeah. He's a Wolfpack. What's Third round, 29th pick. Jacoby what? Brissett. Oh, Brissett. B-R-I-S-S-E-T-T. Yeah, all right. I remember him now. All right. Yeah, North Carolina State. He's 32 years old? Oh, he's 23 years old. Yeah, he just got drafted. He's the first rookie the Patriots have started since the 90s or whatever, you know? Yeah, round three, that's not that's not a flyer. No, no, he was considered a good quarterback. He's, he also threw to Julian Edelman earlier, and Julian, Julian Edelman's his backup tonight. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Well, you know, he was a quarterback in yeah. college, Edelman. At Kent State, yeah. Yeah, he's the backup tonight. Because <laughs> they didn't want to go, you know, he's like, oh, we'll sign him rather than go get some veteran off of the free agent wire, you know? Wait, Edelman's, Edelman made the roster as a wide receiver, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay, all right, all right. I oh, think he's usually sense. the emergency quarterback anyway, but tonight he's the backup straight up. All right, all right. I like Edelman. Julian. Or Marky Mark, as I liken him Marky to. Marky Mark. Yeah, I think Drew Brees is the only free agent sign that, that friggin' the front office here is friggin' actually had any success with because now they just friggin' throw their money away at bums constantly. <laughs> Saints by far beat everyone. $40 million in dead money now. Oh, CJ yeah. Spiller, what a friggin' bum. You yeah. know, they cut him, you know. They just signed him, like, last year for a bunch of money. Friggin' Kobe Fleener, he's going to be another flop, too. I think he can't catch the ball. Oh, yeah, yeah good luck with that. There was a... Uh... There was a uh, a joke in uh, in Indianapolis media. Um, let me think of it real quick. It's it was like everybody uh, everybody in the Colts locker room caught the flu except Kobe Fleener because he can't catch anything. <laughs> yeah. Last week at the very beginning of the game against the Giants, he's wide open and. Freaking breeze hits him right in the hands and he can't catch it. You know. Yeah. Good luck with him, man. He is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess they figured any tight end you put back there because, you know, we had Shockey, which went to Jimmy Graham, you know, who was just a dude taken off a basketball court, basically played one year at Miami. Drew Brees made him a star. He leaves Benjamin Watson, who was okay but no star. You know, last year Benjamin Watson's a star so much so that. The friggin' Ravens signed into a huge contract, which the Saints couldn't even afford because the guy's like 36 to 37, you know? Right. And fortunately, poor Ben's out for the season now. I think he got injured really bad. But I guess they figured, well, Kobe Fleener, he's got talent. With Drew Brees, he'll look like a star, you know? But he can't catch. It's friggin' ridiculous. It's like paying him six, seven million dollars a year and he can't catch the fucking ball. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason they should have lost that game last week. And the worst thing is, as you know, because you live up in that area and you're not a fan, the Giants, 
A, they're two and O, but B, they're not really good. You know? Yeah. In fact, that whole division sucks. But every year it's made out like they're in a fucking best division in the league because it's, you know, the Redskins, the Giants, the Eagles, and the Cowboys. Right. You know, because of the markets they're in. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's Northeast media bias. That's really yeah. what it is. And you know what? I even think Odell Beckham is the product of Northeast media bias. You know? He's all right, but Jarvis Landry, who's the same year as him at Miami, might be just as good, if not better, but he doesn't get so much press because he plays for the fucking Dolphins. You know? Yeah. They talk about ODB like he's friggin' the next coming of Jerry Rice because he plays in New York. You know? Like, he would just be considered a really good receiver, but he wouldn't get all that press if he played for, you know... Friggin' uh, probably 20, 28 other cities in the league, you know? So if he played for Minnesota, nobody would know his name because he would have missed whatever it was, the first three or four games of his rookie season. Yeah. Right? And he wouldn't have been on primetime. Yeah. When he, he, they, you know, when he had his coming out party. Yeah, because look at Jarvis Landry right now. Like, he's he's got ridiculous stats, you know? And he's the same year, but you don't know that much about Jarvis Landry. But he came from LSU just like Odell Beckham. He's friggin' tearing up, but they don't talk about him like as if he's walking in the Hall of Fame next week like they do about Odell Beckham Jr. You know? Uh, I had to think about who Jarvis Landry was when you mentioned his name. You know? Yeah. So your point, well taken. Yeah. I mean, in last week against the Saints. He dropped a fucking pass that Jerry Rice would have never dropped, especially when he dropped it near the end of the game. It took Victor Cruz bailing him out of the game, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, and he gets bullshit interference calls. Oh, the referees don't call interference the whole game. And then they call one on the last drive of the game when Odell Beckham and the guy for the Saints more are fighting back and forth. You know, like where they're both hitting each other and they call interference. It's like, and he gets calls like he's a, like he's a star now. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I mean, bullshit calls. Uh, it was, that was, it would have been one thing had they been calling the same bullshit the whole game, but they weren't calling it at all, you know? And these guys are battling the whole game and then they throw a flag and, uh, with like four minutes left in a game when the giants are trying to get down the field to beat us. You know, right? That tie game. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's definitely something to be said about referee bias. You don't want to blame everything on referees, but I know now they've done studies where referees call games different for home teams. You know, another thing I think because I went to see Tulane play Navy last Saturday night, and it was actually a very close game, but. Navy had commit they committed blatant pass interference, like anybody objectively would have said it was a pass interference. Then at one point two I called for a horse collar. Navy did the same thing, they never called anything. And Navy traditionally isn't penalized too much. And I was like, I'm sure there's a bias where they don't call as many penalties on service academies. <laughs> never thought of that. <laughs> well, I mean, after watching it, because you couldn't believe what was going on. But right. I'm like, they do have these biases, just like they traditionally don't make the same type of penalty calls against Notre Dame. You know? I mean, that's always was a thing, but they have inherent biases, you know? 
And uh, and I'm like, that's got to be. I I would be willing to bet if you watch games involving service academies. Yes, they might be more disciplined, but they probably get away with more shit because they're less inclined. Because what's the reputation of a service academy? You know, discipline is, is that they're well disciplined, and then on top of it, people kind of have a soft spot for military. You know, I think it plays twofold. You know, yeah, yeah, I'd believe so. That. So I'm not going to go research that, but maybe those guys that did that study on referees. Uh, calls against home teams versus away teams and whatnot a few years ago can go can go watch friggin' hundreds of hours of tape of Army, Air Force, and Navy games and and compare the consistency of officiating. Yeah, that's as a matter of fact. Um, I know they're listeners, so um, if you, yeah, guys, if you could do uh, just a little research for us, couple couple years worth, nothing nothing crazy. Um, yeah, just let us know. It's gonna get, take a couple of long weekends. Get get back to us. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got going on? Um, you know, not you, them. Hmm. Not you, them. Oh yeah, those guys. Yeah, I don't right? know what else they got going on. But um, uh, I don't know. So Drew. Yeah, so Drew's a great sign. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. And now, and I got my car finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know uh, how we got to that from the car to that. Well, that's good. You got the car. Um. Okay. Well, let me just wrap up with that other thing I was talking about. You know, I sent you a picture of that pot rack I built. I do, but hold on a second because I want to. Um, I want to. I'm going to try something here. So. This is probably isn't going to work, and this is probably one of my. Um, this is one of my silly uh, side project type ideas. Okay, but uh, I came up with this idea that um, we should break into uh, the video medium. I think, okay, I think we well- should post our show on YouTube. All right. I mean, how are we going to do that? Um, I mean, just like webcam stuff? Like, I mean, like the camera on the iPad or whatever? Yeah, so then that's the that's the question, right? That's the question. One, you'd have to wear a shirt, which is... Uh, but would I have to wear a shirt? Uh, that'd be the question. That'd be a question. Um, so what I'm going to do here is I'm just going to sc- record my screen and... Because I think this is what we're gonna, what you're gonna explain is pretty. Uh, I think it's pretty interesting. All right, so now I got my screen recording here. I'm gonna pull up the uh, text message you sent me, and I'm gonna open up. So you're the, recording yourself? No, 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 just my desktop. Just okay. my desktop. I'm really not sure what's going on, but I'm gonna let you roll with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, unless you want to put your camera on. I really don't want to right yeah, now because right. I'm feeling very unattractive right now. Yeah, exactly. So I wasn't going to force that on you. So right now, what I'm recording is just the picture that you sent me. Okay. All right. That's just going to be the backdrop of, of this particular uh, experiment. And if it if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. What did it cost us? Nothing. Nothing. But Don't time. cost nothing. All right. So um, last... We left our hero. He was locked out of his uh, 
Carrollton. What do you? Where do you live? New Carrollton. Mm-hmm. Carrollton Heights. We'll just call it the Carrollton area. Last Carrollton on the Leonidas. Last My mother we, calls it Carrollton. We'll just call it Carrollton. Last we left our hero, he was locked out of his Carrollton abode with nothing but a cell phone, a window grate, and we'll wait. Would you have some sandpaper? Yeah, what was I doing that night? Was I sanding the wood? I don't know what I was doing that night. You went outside to work on your pot rack. And for the yeah. longest time, I had no idea what you were talking about. Yeah, okay. And then when you sent me this picture, it all came together. Because as a kid, this was like the central, uh, the focal point of, of the kitchen. The the hanging pot rack. Oh, nice. And this is what my house is missing. Uh, I had always, I've been wanting one since I moved in here. And I was looking at ones online. And problem was, they had ones that were like hundreds of dollars. And I was thinking... Okay, those are probably nice, but I'm not spending hundreds of dollars on that. And then there were ones that were like fifty, sixty dollars. I was like, well, if they got ones that look similar that are hundreds and these are fifty and sixty, they're probably they're probably not as good. You know? Right. They're probably not high quality. Yeah. You know? No, I So I start looking for ideas for uh what to do with a pot rack. You know, I thought about the galvanized pipe thing. Like if you Google galvanized pipe pot rack you'll find lots of you know sites talking about it pinterest pages etc you know and then um but somewhere i saw something about the idea of making it out of an old you know the window bars you know and when i moved into this house this house had been completely renovated a lot of people in, in this area have window bars but i don't because it's new windows and you know, I got a security system. You know, it's not like the – it's those newer style windows that don't shatter as easy, I guess, you know? So but, when you were looking at the galvanized one, uh, what were you just going to do one bar into into like two L, um, you know? Yeah, I was, I was probably going to – I was probably going to do four points on the – because one thing that – no, I might have been – yeah, that's what I would have done. Two connections in the ceiling that branched out and made like a uh, – I branched out of one that came like a square down. You, you get what yes. I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like almost like a shower. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Okay. So and I got I, this Bob Vila site here, and they've got uh, they got one that's used uh, uses a ladder. Yeah, that was one of the things I came across first was the Bob Vila page about interesting ideas with links to them for various <laughs> pot racks. Hey, hey, we're talking about pot racks here. <laughs> Give it down. <laughs> Come here. Do you want to see the pot racks? Come here. You like a good pot rack. All right, good boy. All right, Cash apologizes. He's sorry. All right. So you came across the Bavilla. Yeah, even months ago when I was at a party, I was at a party months ago, and I don't know about all this stuff. I don't build stuff, and I'm not. You know, I was, I'm not a Pinterest guy. I'm not an artsy crafts dude, all that stuff. And I remember I was talking to these women at a party I was at. And I was like, and it was at my buddy's house. And he had one of his hanging pot racks. Like probably type, he probably bought it from somewhere, you know. And one of the girls was like, oh, you could do that ladder thing. And I was like, what? And 
And it goes like, yeah, ladder. Oh, it's a common thing. People make them out of ladders. So you can see there's lots of people on the internet. You can find lots of ladder pot racks, you know? Okay. All right. So at one point I was contemplating that even, you know, this is all in the period of, you know, a week or two before I finally decided to make what I made or a week, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll get up and go see if I can find an old ladder at a garage sale or maybe somebody threw out, you know, and then. I was like, oh, maybe I'll try to galvanize pipe thing because I can just go to the store and I was looking, you know, there's a that I came across a page that actually shows you how to make it. I was like, this seems easy enough. But then my problem was you got to put it in those round collars. And I got the measure of joists. I was like, I don't know if, I mean, people are doing this stuff, but, you know, uh, I guess as long as you get two of the bolts in that are round into the joist, it's not going to matter. But, I think those round collars are bigger than the joist is wide, you know? Yeah, 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 right, right. Which is one of my problems. I was like, oh, I don't want to deal with that. But then somewhere I came across where somebody mentioned, oh, we took an old security uh, window security gate. It was a fancier one, you know, the picture had, you know? Yeah. But I was like, oh, well, I'll see. And I went, I was like, I got all that iron in the backyard for all the uh, bars they took off the house. And I went digging through there. First, I came across a really big one. I was like, "Oh, maybe I have this," but one of the pro- but the reason I didn't use that, because uh, it would have been fine just as is. I would have just hung it straight as is. It was a bigger. It was a lot bigger than that, you know. Yeah. But one, uh, you know, it had four big bolts went into it at each corner. But one, whenever they were taking it out, I guess they just since they were just ripping it off and redoing the building, putting new wood and everything. They just ripped it off, and it completely, uh, you know, ripped the friggin' um, the metal, you know? The bolt ripped through the metal. I was like, oh, well, that kind of sucks because I can't use the hole to put a hook in, and, and I'm not a welder, you know? Right. So, uh, but then I found the smaller window bars, like the one you see in that picture, and I was like, oh, all right, this is what I can do. I was just going to hang it as is. Now I was like going to clean it up, you know. So I, it had some old paint, like some bits of white paint and some rust. You know, I got a wire brush attachment on my drill, and I got out there and just drilled the hell out of it to get, you know, to get all the old paint and everything off. You know, got it down to basically that gunmetal look, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. And then I went to the... uh I went to the store and I bought a can of uh, black spray paint, like, you know, special Rust-Oleum hammered, hammered black, you know, whatever to look, you know? Yeah. Uh, I got that and I spray paint that. And then, you know, I mean, I was just going to do it like that. But I was like, oh, I feel like I'm probably going to need some more. Because when I looked at it, I was like, it seems like it might be wobbly if I put it just through those holes like that, you know? Uh, it probably wouldn't have, but. But to me at the time, I was like, I probably got to put more support on. I was like, I got to get some wood. So I was like, well, how the hell am I going to do this? I need pieces of wood, but I don't know what kind of wood I'm going to get for that. So I went to the Lowe's over, that's near my house, and I was walking through there. And I came across, I was looking down all the wood stuff, and I came across the friggin' row that had the balusters. And they were just, you know, 40-something inch square pieces of wood, nothing, no adornments or anything i was like this is perfect you know and i got the idea and then i you know i got screws with nuts to fit in and i and i even bought those drill attachments so you could scoop out you know the ones so you can like 
the spoon oh. bits. Yeah, re- so you can recess the. Uh, yeah, it's, the so I could recess the bolt a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I drilled the holes and you know and put that in there. But I also put I got liquid nails because I was like I don't know because my my other concern was what if all this stuff it like you know because they weren't really bolts they're screws and nuts you know yeah. It wasn't big enough for an actual like carriage bolt or anything, but I'm like, what if this isn't strong enough to hold this? So I also got liquid nails and squirted some of that on either side, you know, to hold it in even more. And that was a fucking mess dealing with that shit. <laughs> you know, especially when you're impatient, when you want to get everything done at once. Yeah, of course. Because you really got to wait a day for it to screw around with it again, you know? Yeah. So, and the problem is, like, I'm trying to get it right. I'm clamping it down, but it keeps, like, the stuff smearing out and my wood smear moving. You know, and I have it all just measured just so, you know, so it's all got to be perfect, you know? And then, you know, Monday night, I was like, oh, the bulk's going to be done. And I drilled the holes to put the hooks into the actual pot rack, the hooks that would attach the chains, which would attach to the hooks coming out of the ceiling. So, uh, so are all your hooks the same hooks? No, the hooks in the, the hooks that are actually in the pot rack itself, you know, they're probably technically medium duty. are well, actually the hooks in the ceiling are technically medium duty, okay. but those hooks that the hooks in the pot rack are pretty thick hooks. They're not, they're not just like little cheap hooks, you know, like they're, they're thick hooks, but the ones in the ceiling are for 800 pounds each hook. Okay. You know? So I want to make sure the ones in the ceiling were really heavy, you know? <laughs> how much do you... How much does the whole thing weigh? Not really that much, you know? I mean, yeah. the hooks in the ceiling are permanently in the... Not permanently in the ceiling. You can take them out, but they're in the ceiling. Yeah, And yeah, I had yeah. to get up there and find the... Um, that was a real pain line. Those things up properly too. I'm sure, man. I'm sure. I mean, I had I had the spack had it, I had to put the friggin' spackles, you know, the Bondo stuff, the pink, st- the DAP stuff that goes pink, and I had to put it over one of the holes because I had measured. I thought I'd done it all right, and I go drill a hole, and I look, and I'm like, great googly moogly. It was about <laughs> an inch too far, and it was really pissing me off. That's the worst. Yeah. I know that feeling. Um, yeah. All right. All but right. luckily, I have the drywall ceiling, so I just was able. If you look closely, you can see it, but it's not noticeable back, if you're just it, walking around. You is know, it, is it the back left one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not the back left one. Um, um, so front here's left. here's front. my concern: is uh, did you have the paint that your ceiling was painted in? See, that's the thing. I don't have it, but it's a white ceiling, so. Oh, so you just dapped it and left it? Yeah, yeah. I just, I was like, you know, I've had to do that so many times around the house or just random stuff. Yeah. You know, even stuff like the house already had, like, where, like, the idiots that work in the house might have hit the wall or something. But it's white. You know, you notice if you get close, but it's white and the walls are white, so it's not like it's, you know. We're getting in a whole another project if I'm going to try to match it up with paint. You know, yeah, yeah, you know no. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Do you like, when you start to, painting uh, shit, you want me to send Roscoe over and he can sand down um, some of that dab? Fuck no. 
Yeah, that's all I do is I put the dab over and then I sand it down. Okay, all right. You know, I mean, uh, because if my walls were like colored, yeah. like green or blue or something, I'd have a lot bigger problem because I'd have to frigging paint the shit every time. All right, I'm with you. I'm with that's, you. And that's why I probably will not ever paint the walls because that's a big pain in the ass. And I, I like hang stuff up and occasionally I want to close those holes up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm forever painting around here yeah if you got yeah and your walls are what like blue and stuff or yeah gray yeah and that's the problem when your walls are painted you always you can't just throw on the friggin white spackle stuff you know right right it's a pain in the ass and um so anyway like you know getting everything and i thought i had everything to go and i went to the store one day and i got two sets of chains because i don't even know why i knew i was doing four mounts but for some reason in my mind i was thinking two sets of chains because originally i was thinking two sets but the same day i got four of everything else you know like four hooks for the thing four hooks for the ceiling you know so i you know but the first day i went and when i got the chains and i had to explain to the guy what i wanted and he was and he was understandable you know because they're like well we charge by the foot for the chain you know but i'm like yeah but i want i don't want it in foot segments you know i want in this many links he's like well i would give everybody a free link anyway i was like good we'll do that but cut the links you know so i have six inch segments basically so did he charge you for the two two feet of chain he charged me for a foot because yeah because he's like i give everybody an extra link anyway you know, because over a certain point, like once you get like a frigging quarter or whatever, I guess their policy is they charge you the next foot up. Okay. You know, well, uh, I was like, fuck. I was like, I got to go back. And the worst thing is, it's like, I got to go talk to somebody else. And I hope they understand what I want. I hope they're willing to do it because, you know, it's going to be a different person. Of course, it was a different o- person. Because you only got two links. Yeah, I only got two lengths, so I need four lengths of yes. chain. Yes, all right, right, right. So I go back, and that person was cool, and she did exactly what I, I was like. I came here the other day. He did such and such. You say, oh, okay. And did you did the bring the lengths with you? No, no, no. I knew how many lengths I needed. You know, I knew because it was the same chain, chain you know? Anytime I, w- I have this little uh, hardware store in town that I go to, I just walk in there, and I say, Here's what I'm trying to do, and they'll give me all the things I need to accomplish that. But when yeah. I go into Home Depot, I carry exactly what it is I need to. Well, be yeah, there. I'll go in there with like screws or stuff like that if it's something that, like, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying there. It, certain circumstances, the thing was, I'd already bought the chain there, and the way they do it, the chain, and they put it in a plastic bag and they write the number on it. That yeah, yeah. So, so I knew confident. exactly which chain it was, you know? You're confident you can you can explain this to yeah. people. Okay. I was like, this is what I need. And that person did it, it was fine. Well, on the Saturday morning, I was like, already put it up. And I didn't even think about this at the time. I just assumed the chain would the chain, the hooks would fit. But it was before I started putting the hooks into the ceiling, which are the big the really big hooks, you know, the thicker hooks. So I was I was like, all right, well, let's see how the chain's gonna go over. And I was like, these links don't fit over this these hooks. You know, they fit over the hooks in the, in the pot rack itself, but they didn't fit. They weren't going to fit over the ones. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Cause you know, when you, when you so it's close not- to being done with a project, 
And you're like, I just got to do this. And it's like, fuck, I got to go to Lowe's to friggin' get new chain, you know, that fits over the damn hook. So it's not the chain I'm looking at right now. What? Yeah, the chain that I'm talking about is not the chain. It's not the chain I'm looking at. All right. So then I go to Lowe's that morning and I like, you know, I grabbed the same hook that I had, you know, that was all in the same area, you know? Yeah. So I was like, all right, here's the heavy duty hook. Let's see what chain fits. And I find chain. See, the chain that I originally put was 800 pound chain. I figured it would fit the 800 pound hook, you know? Okay. I just, I didn't think, I didn't think it would be. I didn't think the hook would be too wide to accept chain. I just figured naturally chain links are big enough to go over the hook. You know? You get what so, I'm saying? Where is this? This is at Lowe's? Yeah, which is like a mile from my house, you know? All right. Um, if you go down Claiborne into Jefferson Highway, and if you're looking at a map right now, no, no, which I'm is going in the Jefferson down. Parish. I'm going in the opposite direction. I'm going to Lowe's to try to look at Because don't forget, we're, we're, uh, we're recording this here. Yeah, uh, and I'm trying to give some visual uh, visual stimuli in case I decide to put this up on YouTube. But I'm trying to find the chain that you got. Yeah, so and Lowe's is the worst store for customer service in the world. Like <laughs> we've talked about this, haven't we? Yes, you, we have. I think you said Home Depot sucks for it up there. Uh, yeah. Whereas yeah. down here, the Home Depot is a lot more friendly and the Lowe's are a lot more assholeish. you know? Yeah. Like even when I was outside, let me preface this. The day I was looking for the proper type of screw to go into the rack, you know, what I knew was how big the hole was that I could put, that I need to put it through and the actual great, you know? And then I, and then I, I played with some screws I had, and I found, I was like, oh, all right, number 10 screw will fit into this. That's what I need. The equivalent of a number 10, like in a hex a hex head bolt where a nut can go over it, you know? Yeah. And I, and I go to a store, and it's like, it's like Greek to me, all that stuff, because they, nothing's standardized, you know? Like, it's standardized, but it's not, it's all standardized from what type of thing you're buying to the next. It's like number 10 screws aren't the same as whatever bolt that's the equivalent of them, you know? Yes. And I'm there on Labor Day itself. This is earlier. This is during the day on Labor Day itself. Look at, or maybe it was Sunday. It might have been Sunday. Whatever. It was Labor Day weekend. And um, and no one's around to help you because no one's ever around to help you at Lowe's. You know, you got to go hunt somebody down. I'm like, I need somebody that can just tell me what the equivalent of the 10 is. And I go find a guy, and he's like, oh, I don't, he's like, I just cut wood all day. Because he was in the customer service area, him and a woman. And I was like, well, I was like, maybe you can help me. He's like, well, I'll see. I just don't really, I'll be honest, I don't know about this. He's like, the thing is, all the people that know about this work during the week, you know, during the weekdays when all the contractors are here. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking stupid. I didn't say fucking stupid. I was like, but that's stupid because the contractors know what they're doing. You know, yeah. that's their job. Why are they here when those people are here? They, <laughs> the people that know hardware should be here on the weekends when the friggin' Do guys who are doing stuff around their house on their free time are doing stuff, you know? Yes, exactly. Like, how stupid is that? You think a contractor needs – like, any competent contractor, I would think – I would like to think knows the difference between, you know, a 10 – a size 10 screw and a size 8 screw, you know? Right. Right, and what he's looking for if he's looking for a bolt, but 
Most regular Joes don't know that shit. And I definitely don't. So they finally, they've, he's like, oh, he's like, sorry. And then finally he comes back and he's like, after a while looking for me, he couldn't figure anything out. He found a guy, he's like, oh, this guy apparently worked at hardware and that guy was helpful. He was a young guy and he's like, oh, all right, here you go, man. He's like, you're looking for something like this, you know, because, you know, they got all the things with the fittings on the, where you can put something through on the wall, you know, to figure out what side the screw is. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, something like this that fits the tin. And he's like, oh, well, will this work? And he brought it back. And I'm like, all right. I was like, now I need the nut that fits this, you know? And he's like, so he was helpful. So I got that done. But that did blow me away. I was like, freaking lose. This place is ridiculous. Oh, the people that know what they're doing are here when the contractors are working. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, that's like if, like, I don't know. It, it just makes no sense to me. But anyway, the next Saturday, I'm finally ready to go. But, of course, I had the problem with the chain. I go to Lowe's, I get the hook, and I was like, all right, I got to find the chain that fits over this hook. So I found chain, probably rated for 880 pounds, I think it might have said. I was like, it fits over the hook. I was like, fine. I was like, and I looked at it. I was like, all right. And they got the tape measure thing on the floor. But you can't cut your own chain there because it's a, the employees have to do it, you know? Okay. Or else I would have just fucking done it. They got a little device there. You know, you stick it in, you crank it, and it friggin' cuts the chain, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But, uh, you know, no one's there to help me. Even though I'm clearly looking like I want something, people just walk by. And finally, this lady's walking by. I was like, excuse me. And she's like, well, I'm like, can you help me? I need some chain cut. She comes over and was already pissing me off. She's singing the whole time, you know? Like, she's just singing to herself, which to me is just rude as fuck. Right. You know? I don't know if she's singing gospel songs or something, but to me, she's totally distracted and not focusing on it. I was like, I was like, this is what I need. I was like, I need two feet of this chain, but I need it cut in the four six-inch segments of basically four lengths apiece because this chain was bigger. So four lengths was six inches, you know? Right. And she starts cutting it. First, she throws down. And now she cuts the second one. I was like, uh, what are you doing? Because I could tell she's cutting. She said, you, you said you needed four two-length segments. And I was already pissed off that she was singing. Because yeah, obviously, yeah. she wasn't paying attention. Right. And I was like, I said, no, I need two, length, two feet cut into four six-inch segments. You know? And... And while in there, like her other associate comes over and she's like, you know, she's like, she's like, we don't do that. And the other associate comes over. She's like, yeah, we don't do that. I was like, you don't do it. You know, I was like, I, what I want is I need <laughs> four, four lane. And the other one, and, and then the other one's like, all right, I got what you do. I got what you're saying. All right. All right. All right. I'll do it. I, and I was like, everybody else here has done this for me, you know? Right. Not, she's like, because she's like, well, we're gonna have to charge you for the extra foot, then, you know. I was like, why? I'm getting two total feet, you know. Like, but we gotta cut other links off, you know. And she's like, we don't do that. We sell it by the foot. I was like, wait, so I'm expected to own a bolt cutter, you know? Right. Seriously, like I'm ex- so so. If I want anything You're... less than a foot, I have to go. I you want you think I have to go over there and pay. 
30 or 40 bucks for one of those bolt cutters. You're still selling it by the foot. Yes. You're not sell you're not selling it by the cut. Yes. And then she's like uh she, she's like, "All right, I got you. I'll do it. I'll do it." So she gives me the thing and then she, you know, she's all kind of pissed off. Right? This is the second employee, you know? Yeah. And uh and she puts it in, she puts two feet, you know, in the number and I go back and I pull out the links and I see that Two of them are four long, and two of them are five long. And I'm like, motherfucker. And I turn around, walk back. I was like, these are supposed to be four lengths a piece. Can you cut the extra length? And she's like, all right. And she takes it, and she brings She's like, see, I should have charged you for the three feet. Uh, like, she gets that last thing. I was like, I was like, are you serious? I was like, I was like, trust me. You could talk to Lowe's corporate. They they wouldn't expect the the customer <laughs> to have to pay for the links you have to cut off to get a foot of of chain. Did you say that to her? Yes, I was like, you can go to Lowe's corporate. I guarantee you that. And I walked away. You know, it just blew me away. You so know? at this point, at this point, who do you have more respect for, the uh, women working the chain aisle at Lowe's? Or the woman working the uh, white meat fried chicken counter at Popeye's? Uh, the white meat fried chicken girl, because she was, that was probably her first job. And, you know, I'll, I'll give her a break because she was a teenager, whereas these people were just downright ignorant. You know? And at the very least, she can make an argument that. That she has an argument. Yeah. You know, that that four pieces of white is four pieces of white. Doesn't guarantee <laughs> that I'm going to double a two-piece white. I mean, I give her more credit for the fact that she's more of a victim of just poor training and management to me yeah. than the Lowe's employees. Because the, the Lowe's employees are saying, this is what policy is, you know? And they're challenging me. You know, I'm like, go to Lowe's corporate. I was like, no way they're... No way they would say, well, he wanted six-inch segments, but we only sell it by the foot, so we had to cut four extra links that we had to dispose of. You know? Be like, uh, wait, I'm supposed to pay for your garbage links? You always have to cut a link. You know? Like, if, if I was to go in there and order, since they do it by the foot, if I was to go in there and order four feet, I want four one-foot segments, they would have to cut... Four total links that yeah. they throw away, right? A hundred one-foot segments. They're going to yeah. have to throw away a hundred yes. links. Yes, and I'm supposed to pay for the hundred links they throw away? Right? It's absurd. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no. Lowe's corporate would not even demand that, and they wouldn't tell you. I was like, you got to be able to come here and do stuff when you're doing projects, you know? Yeah. Uh, they're they're assholes over there. That <laughs> happened another time. The guy who I think was that told me that he only cuts wood. I think he was the guy where I went there at the time. I was getting plywood to to nail down in my attic, and he was like, "Oh, we don't do project cuts." And I was like, "What?" I was like, "Why do they have a wood cutting station if I can't have you cut these plywood boards in half?" You know. I went. Uh... And he had, and he was making it seem like he was doing this huge favor for us. He's like, "No, we're not." So, it's like, "What is this saw for if it's not to cut plywood?" 
Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I went the other day. So the uh, so the girl who who moved into uh, to the uh, to Roscoe's old room. I bought a uh, I bought a bed off of uh, Amazon. Okay. I bought a full size bed off of Amazon, which I really should have bought a twin bed because that room was so small, and a full size bed's not that much smaller than a queen size, which was in there. Yeah. But I bought the full size bed, and then I bought a full size mattress, and the bed. I put the it's like the you know that whole story with you know the the room for the guy and the paint and the whole deal. So the day all that's going down, I'm putting together the bed that I bought from IKEA. Or actually I asked for Roscoe to put the bed together yeah. for me. So I come home. How did that turn out? Well there's no slats. The bed doesn't come with slats. It doesn't come with slats? No. No. Unless he threw them away, which I don't think he did. Apparently, they didn't come with slats, and um, of course, I got pissed for a minute. You know, I figured he did something wrong, but we did do some investigation. We figure out they don't have slats. So I go, all right, you're coming with me. We're going to Lowe's. We're going to Home Depot. I'm going to get some plywood, and then I'll just put the plywood down on the, um, you know, where the slat should be. So I go, and I find some, like, um, one-eighth-inch... No, it's probably thicker than one eighth inch. Uh, I don't know. It's as big as a as an iPhone. How thick is that? Uh, I'm not sure of it. Yeah, not that okay. thick. Maybe a quarter inch. All right. So it's uh, it's an like, eighth of an inch. It's like baseboard. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's thick, decently sized stuff, and I get it, and it's an, an eight foot sheet, right? Yep. I made my measurements, and I said, "Hey, I need two. 36 by 52. I need this cut into two 36 by 52 um, pieces. And he puts it, puts it on, makes his cut, makes another cut, gives me back three pieces of wood, and we're out of there. And I'm like, great. And I put it in the car and I get it home. And I'm like, Roscoe, these aren't the same size. He's like, (laughs) I know. That's what I was wondering, man. I was wondering why you were taking that. I was like, I don't know. I saw him make two cuts. I figured he was cool. He's like, nah, he didn't do what you wanted him to do. He screwed it up. And so, Where was this at? Home Depot. Okay, yeah. And I put it on the bed, and sure enough, it doesn't fit. It Damn. Doesn't, doesn't cover the bed. So there's, But the girl needs a bed. She's coming in like, this is at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. This is all going down at 5, and I'm trying to get out for my big camping trip, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I put it on and one of so I have a I have one of the boards like I need it. And then there's So he cut a, one properly? He cut one properly and then he cut essentially half of the other one as I needed it. So I've got 3 quarters of the bed covered. Yeah. <laughs> but the third piece that I have only goes two thirds of the way across, so there's like does he know good? <laughs> right, so there's like a dead spot. Uh, although there's a center piece that goes down the middle of the bed, so I can put this this short piece on, but there's one like one sixth of the bed is like you know is like uh, um, it's like a prop. Uh, what the Damn. hell? You know what I mean? Like when the the the, the floor falls out. Yeah, 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 yep. 
And uh, so I, I go, hey, listen, I'm sorry. I said to the girl, hey, listen, I'm sorry. Your bed's good. You can lay on it, and it'll keep you. Just don't sit in that corner. <laughs> Damn. So I see her this morning, and I'm like, hey, by the way, I've been meaning to ask you, how's the bed working out? Because I only got, I think it's only an 8-inch memory foam, and that's kind of pushing it. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, she's like, no, no, it's fine. It's great. It's it's good. It does it does um, exactly what I needed to do. Except I sat in that corner today. <laughs> and I'm like, Are you oh, going to go get it fixed? Or? Yeah, I totally forgot about it. You know, I mean, right. I've been so busy. Um, and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm going to, I'll fix that for you this weekend. She's like, no problem. Um, usually I remember don't sit in that corner, but today I did. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, man. Yeah, it does. You know, does. I, the other day I went, because I'm trying to do this other little project. I should have started taking pictures, but I didn't, unfortunately. But I'll show you that. I'm trying, see, I got this old. Since I put the TV on the wall, now I, you know, I need something below it to put my stuff on. And I have this old chest that I got last year, a couple of years ago, actually. It's like a French World War One chest, you know? And I have blankets and stuff, but I was like, for now, this would be cool to have in front of the TV to put the stuff on. But it doesn't have a flat top. It's got, like, these ridges on it. So I came up with this whole idea to to build a cap basically you know out of wood so i made the frame last night and you know i was gonna get like a sheet of plywood and put it on but then i was like oh well i'll try uh getting two well actually one by fours that's what i got i got uh three one by fours and had them cut in half you know okay and i just gotta trim them up and i'm gonna put it on and make the cap onto it but but when I went to Home Depot, it was late night the other night because cause it, it dinged in my head when I was at my mom's house, you know, and I looked, I was like, oh, Home Depot is open at 10. It was like eight something. I was over there. I was like, all right, I got to go. And I went to <laughs> Home Depot. It was really, it was after nine o'clock and no one's at Home Depot at that time. And there was a guy in there and I went and he was more than happy to cut it for me. He did exactly what I need, but I've been scared away from dealing with the wood people ever since the experience with the plywood upstairs you know because i needed cut i think i needed them to cut it in, when i got it i think i had them cut it maybe in four sections whatever it was because i need to get it in my well i need to get it into the car but i also needed to get it into my attic you know and you can't put a full size plywood board through an attic door right you know? right right <laughs> so the fact that like it's like okay like when that was happening, it's like, so I'm expected on a table saw too, you know? <laughs> I'm supposed to own bolt cutters, a table saw. It's like, why do you provide any of this shit if I'm supposed to own all the equipment, you know? Right, right. You're supposed to mill your own wood too, apparently. Yeah. Oh, man. But the uh. other night, the guy at Home Depot, and I think, I think he must have been originally. I wonder if he, he seemed like he could have been Cuban or something, you know? But he was very cool, and I was like, "Yeah." And I mean, it was late night. He's trying to finish up stuff, but he's totally cool with me. I was like, "I was like, oh, here you go." And I didn't know, like, I was looking at this other way. He's like, "Oh, this stuff is by the foot," because I didn't know. I was like, "I was like, oh, it said this board's one something." He's like, "No, that's by the foot, man. That's nice wood." I was like, "Oh, I don't need fucking nice wood for this shit," you know? Right, right. <laughs> I was like, "This is just something that came to my head. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spend a butt, go out and drop." Forty dollars on white pine. 
Yeah, it was like oak, you know? It was yeah. like, and it looked really nice. And it now made sense to me because I remember thinking, why is this shit only $1.37? But it turned out it was one thirty one thirty seven per foot. Right. You know, and I would have needed significantly more than that, whereas the boards were like $5. The plywood boards that I got, which were eight feet long, were like $5 a piece or something. Right. You know? Right. Whereas these things would have cost a lot more if I was going to get three, 24. Yeah. Yeah. It would have cost me like 30 bucks for it. Um, <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I just went over to have him cut it. I was like, oh, can you just cut these in half? And he was like, uh, and I went over. I was like, oh, man. I was like, I just got an idea in my head. He's like, yeah, I get you, man. Sometimes you get these ideas in the head. I was like, I'm not a craftsman. I just have something in my head. He's, and I got to do it. He's like, all right, all right. And he was way cool. And because before that experience with that guy, after the one with Lowe's and everything, I'm like, when I need to do wood, am I just going to have to go to the actual lumber yard where I'm not going to get shit from people who are doing their job? <laughs> you know? And I mean, I know of one that's in the city that's not it's across the street from the Winn-Dixie grocery store and Chopper Tools. I always see it. But I've never been there because I've always assumed it. You probably have to spend a lot more in the wood at the lumber yard, you know? Right. Since it's their business. <laughs> you know, so I never but but I was like, if it's gonna be a bitch, I guess I'll just start going to the lumber yard. You know, because no one at the lumber yard's gonna tell you, no, fuck that. What do we look like? Do we, you you expect <laughs> us to do all your wood cutting for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well I'm yeah. glad it all worked out, brother. Yeah, so hopefully this other project will work out. I got a few little projects in the works, you know. All right, good man. Good. Um well I think that uh I think that does it for us tonight. Yeah, we've been on a while tonight, too. I can go eat dinner finally. Yes. I go watch a little of that game, take the dogs out. <laughs> yeah, halftime. So you're in the second half. Where you got lined up for the weekend? A um, couple house projects and stuff. We're in the middle of walk season, so I don't have many free weekends. Yeah. Walk season. So I'm going to try to get a few things. Um, I try to transplant some, some of those flowers, you know, that – they say don't do that during the summer. Do it in the in the fall. Yeah, well, at least you have fall. Fall begin today, and it's like a hundred degrees. <laughs> yeah, it was it. so fucking hot all day. It was uh, it was in the eighties here, but it's nice now. It's like sixty five. I'm gonna open. Yeah, up the that's windows. fall. We don't get fall. We don't get fall till like November. Right. If right. you're lucky, you get sometime in October. If you're lucky. Yeah. <sighs> all right, man. Well, then on that note. I'm volunteering at the first ever fried chicken festival Sunday, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, you are? What's that about? Uh, you know, they love fried chicken here, and there's a festival for everything. So somebody decided to start a fried chicken festival last year. Okay. So this is the first year of doing it. And uh, I was looking over about a few weeks ago and was like, volunteering, you'll get a free T-shirt. And I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it. I need the free f- I need the fried chicken festival t-shirt. And they also give you $20 credit, you know, to go buy stuff at the fried chicken festival. Once you're done, I was like, you know, I, they're probably thinking about going and buy beers. It's like, I don't go booze too much at these festivals. I'm there for the food person primarily. So I'm like $20 towards fried chicken. That'll be good for me. You know what? Um, What's your job going to be like taking tickets or something? <laughs> 
It might be. They said they're going to send me an email later in the week. It is Thursday. I haven't received the email yet. <laughs> Clearly, Hilltop Management does not run this event. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I might have to call. Sunday, I get a call from this 985 number. It was right after Saints game. And you, 985 is like a you know, suburb of New Orleans number, you know? Okay. Uh, exurb, I'll say. Not suburb as much as a little further away. All right. But uh, like the North Shore... And um, and I'm like, I didn't answer. Did I listen to the message? And I was like, Oh, it's that. I just assumed it was a wrong number because I'm like, Who the fuck? I don't recognize that number. Who's called me on Sunday? You know? Yeah. And it was a girl who's probably a college student. I guess she's like, Oh, I'm interning. Blah blah blah. Because I'd already been bitching about it the day earlier when a but my buddy sent out a group text to a few of us talking about the fried chicken fest. Hey, we should go down that. And he was. Pro- he was like, look, these are the bands that are playing, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I, I sent an email to those people weeks ago about volunteering, and they never responded. You know, so the next day, and it was also after the Saints game, too. I was like, this is a bad time to be calling people, you know, especially after they lost. But she's like, we're going to see an email, so I, I might try to call that girl again tomorrow because, I don't know, I want to know when the hell I'm going to go down there. Because I told him I wanted to do 10.30 to 1.30. Because I just wanted to volunteer and get out of the fucking way. Right, right. You know, and she's like, well, would you be available for other times? I'm like, well, I really want to do 10.30, 1.30. She's like, oh, well, we do multiple shifts. What about, we just want to know. You'll probably get your shift. I was like, all right, I'll do 1 o'clock or whatever if if you need be. But I want to do 10.30, 1.30. <laughs> and she's like, well, have you done? And I volunteered at a couple of festivals in the past. I was like. I, I've sold tickets, like the drink tickets and stuff before. And I was like, at another festival, I was serving beers, you know, draft beer. You know, I was like, I can I can count money. I can add and subtract. So if that's what you need, I can do that, you know. <laughs> I mean, nobody's expecting like full-on bar service when you go to a festival, you know. Right, of course. So it's not like you need to be like turning around the beers like – like you're working Fagan's flip night, you know? Right. So. Uh, well, good luck, buddy. Keep me posted. Yeah, I'll let you do. Let me know how the fried chicken is. Oh, I ate a Popeye's the other night. Oh, yeah. How was it? That was all right. I got a $5. Yeah, I haven't eaten the Popeye's in so long. I got a $5 box, and I got tenders, and it was good. It was quality quality chicken. Like, I was like, oh, this is good chicken, but it was... Um, you know, it's kind of puny and like really yeah, pieces have gotten smaller over the years. It seems like really like battery. Yeah, you know what I mean. It used to, I've noticed that it seems like the pieces used to be more substantial, and then past few years, like the breast used to be a really big piece, but now it seems like it's yeah overcrustified. You know, yep. like when you dig in, it's a bunch of yellow from all the overbattering. Yep, yep. You know that the yeah. layer under it. But when I finally right. got to the chicken, it was quality. It was quality chicken. It was good chicken. Yeah. But all right, man. On that note, uh, with apologies to Girk's brother, we will see you guys next week. Yeah. All right. Good night, Fredo. Have fun in Charleston. Mm-hmm.